the attraction podcast that goes from room to room. Take a hybrid detailed ride through to make your dreams come true. Join my family, we're really into Disney. Ride through, ride through Pavilion. And welcome to another episode of the Ride Through Pavilion podcast. This is the podcast. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi, family. <laughs> Have I, I will introduce you in a minute, but <laughs> but this uh, this is the podcast where we take you on a hyper-detailed ride through your favorite Disney attractions so you can relive the magic no matter where you are. Uh, you could be working out or you could be in the backyard working out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you must be working out. You, you could be in the, the front yard working out. I you mean, could be in your exercise room really, working out. You could be anywhere working out. You you could be in your car working out. My point is, is that uh, you really have to be. Be fit. You got to be jacked and ripped to really enjoy this to its fullest extent. (laughs) Anyway, hey, uh, we are your guides, your ride guides. No. Yep. I think that's going to (laughs) stick. My name is Jeremy. I'm Amy. And I'm Fiona. And you may hear in the background every once in a while our son, Liam. Uh, Liam is a special needs adult who loves going to Disney World with us. And so um, he can't express all of his great opinions and experiences with Disney World, but we definitely will be doing that for him as we go along. So we'll let Liam play in his room and chime in every once in a while, and we'll do so on his behalf. So uh, this is the companion episode to the Jungle Cruise. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, that was a really fun episode last last week. We got to pretty much just tell all the skipper jokes. Uh, and it's funny, too, because uh, since then, we've been thinking of all the skipper jokes that we forgot, that we forgot and didn't tell. Uh, but anyway, we're, we're going to dig in the companion episode like we do every companion episode, where we're just going to dig a little deeper into the history of the ride. Uh, we're going to talk about other places in the parks that you can experience um, the theme of that ride or similar experiences. Uh, so, and, and uh, Jungle Cruise is no exception. So, and fun facts and trivia. Yep. And hidden Mickeys. Also, I remember in the last episode, I said that it was my favorite ride, but I meant it's my favorite ride in the Magic Kingdom. It's not my overall oh, okay. favorite ride. Okay. All right, you flip flopper. <laughs> so, without any further ado, let's dig in a little bit into the history. And of course, uh, this was an opening day attraction in 1971, uh, but this was already an attraction in Disneyland. In fact, it was an opening day attraction in Disneyland. So this, of course, is um, you know one of the brainchilds, one of the many opening day brainchilds, children, brain children. <laughs> I will. Somebody give me a dictionary. <laughs> Jeremy taught good one day, um, <laughs> but uh, it's uh, you know this is. This is so classic Disney. Even the attraction at Disney World, which is what we focus on because that's where we go. Uh, but um, when, when you go back to the opening of Disneyland, this was a highly anticipated um, attraction. Uh, for one thing, this was one of the first ones, one of the first attractions they started constructing um, 
A lot of Disneyland was built very quickly in a very short amount of time, but because they knew this was going to have to look like a jungle, they wanted to make sure that the trees, the foliage could mature as much as possible. And so they got started on this early. And as a result, as Walt Disney would promote Disneyland through his show, Walt Disney's Disneyland, um, it became a uh, heavily featured uh, attraction. I wonder if there's any time-lapse videos out there There, or photos of like the time-lapse of how those plants grew. Oh, of the plants themselves. So I do know for sure that there were a few towers set up around Disneyland, including like in the middle of the park that show time-lapse. So so they had a time-lapse camera in 1955 and 54 just everywhere. And so it was, um, but I don't know if they actually have that. More about the construction of the whole park though. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. I've got to think that that includes Jungle Cruise. Right. But I would love to see, yeah, I would love to see just series of, pictures to see because when you look at those opening day and those early um films mm-hmm. of the early days of this attraction it's it's amazing how much you can see behind it you can see show buildings and stuff yeah. behind the trees Crazy. um yeah so um anyway all that to say it became a heavily anticipated uh, attraction as a result and um in, in fact um during um, the construction, um, one of the episodes that they that they did, Walt Disney did, was he got in a Nash Rambler, which is was uh, one of the sponsors of the show, and he drove around the dry trenches of the river uh, in order to show people what was going on. Uh, and, and and so um, the main uh, Imagineer, there's a lot of Imagineers working on this, but a lead Imagineer working on this was a, a guy named Harper Goff, and this guy is a Disney legend. He is a He's a Disney artist, a production designer. In fact, he uh, was the production designer for 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. He actually designed the Nautilus. Mm. And um, he was the Nautilus in the ride. Right, the right. Nautilus in the movie. Oh, in the movie, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which then, in turn, the 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 ride would be right. based on modeled to, after, to, yeah, to yeah. some extent. Uh, but he was also a big part of Main Street USA as a production designer, and also the layout for the World Showcase in mm. Epcot. Uh, much later, wow, uh, yeah. But he he had pulled, and Walt Disney wanted this as well. You know, uh, he, there was inspiration coming from a few films, Jungle Pictures, Adventure Pictures were a big deal back then in the 50s and so and Disneyland being basically a promise to step into this three-dimensional storytelling um, you know uh, one of the fa- the popular genres for film and television at the time you know was adventure was jungle was explorers so they pulled from popular and well-known films such as uh, john houston's african queen and disney real life adventures was a popular series for or, uh, of movies of films mm-hmm. for a very long time uh, and there was one called the african lion in which a lot of the scenes that you see in the attraction were actually based off of uh, so heavy inspiration coming from film which is not a surprise um and then um um so one interesting thing is that um walt had hoped to stock the jungle cruise with actual real animals early on um that would be terrifying that would be terrifying i'm sure that there were um you know insurance people and lawyers (laughs) and 
you know, money people that were like, this is dangerous and expensive, don't do it. Uh, so they eventually ditched that idea and it pushed them to further develop anim- animatronics. animatronics. Huh. Yeah, uh, that so- hippo pool brings on a whole new meaning if those were real hippos <laughs> right, exactly oh yeah. and you know uh well i think that we can skip ahead to our to our not skip ahead but we can kind of mention our last point in this whole this whole podcast really which is we eventually did see live animals being brought in and mm-hmm. in you know with feeling like there's very little barrier between you and them in, in kilimanjaro safari, safari. Mm-hmm. um but even then we know that some days, you know, depending what time of day you're there, you, you may not see anything or you, you'll always see something. But, right. you know, the big pole, the big attraction stuff like the lion and stuff, it's not always there. And so right. if you can imagine this, you know, this jungle cruise could be the same way. So it's it's cool that they're able to to always see the animals, even though they are fake. Um, <laughs> but so they got to work and reports say that Goff was saved disney a ton of money they just got to work they went out there on the land and he actually was kind of he initially kind of designed this apparently uh in in a sandbox you know Hmm. um kind of showing where he would want how he would want the rivers to to curve around uh and then he got out there on this big plot of land and he pretty much had bulldozers behind him and he was like drawing lines on either side saying build up here dig this out and just kind of moving through and what a visionary I know. able to what a, see all yeah. of that mm-hmm. and i mean you know he's a production designer so i mean you got to assume he's he's got a really good sense of space but that is a huge space right. to be working yeah. on to know that you're going to end up in the right place when you're done uh but well really i mean to take it from like small screen small page drawings to yeah real life real size with very at least initially with very few blueprints and plans or things to compare to. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and so they they got to work not only on that, but also then on making turning this thing into a jungle. I mean, here you are in the, in the middle of California, Southern California. Um, how do you get rainforest plants and trees out there? Well, you don't really, <laughs> um, especially when it would be so expensive to bring them up and you don't have time to grow them yourself. So um, they went on the search for, uh, so there were, I believe Bill Evans was, um, I think he was like gardener to the stars or land, no, not gardener, landscaper <laughs> to the stars. <clears throat> I remember his name only because of the jazz pianist. Bill Evans is one of my favorite, but um <laughs> But uh, they did a casting they, call, yeah, but yeah, yeah, for plants, yeah. and um, they were looking more for character plants, things that gave the impression of being exotic, hmm. even though they were common. Um, but um, but one thing that they were doing is they would go on these tree expeditions. Basically, they would call around to neighboring cities, Beverly Hills, and you know all, all the 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 Metro LA and Long Beach or whoever, and mm-hmm. they were you know they're they're asking to the city what kind of development is going on does it involve tearing out trees if so we will come and get them so basically they were pillaging (laughs) essentially yeah (laughs) Yeah. any way that they could so that's how they brought in this stuff so that and that's how they got the more mature plants to start with. exactly yeah yeah and even some of the trees that are supposed to i don't know if they're like baobach trees or is that the right word that that what bob the ones that look like they're upside upside down down, yeah baobab Okay, please correct us on social media. Be no. scathing. That is I'm right. pretty sure that's, that's right. It. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, even those kind of like gnarly trees are, are reportedly just, Bill Evans had figured out how to flip those trees upside down and have the roots sticking up mm. out. Um, so anyway, uh, just a lot of ingenuity. Again, just like Peter Pan, uh, just, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. So as they couldn't do stuff, they figured out how to do it. And it's all very, very innovative um and it's, it, you lose sight of that i think this mm-hmm. far out a 60 year old attraction right um you lose sight of just how innovative it, it was we feel nostalgic about it now but i think we forget just how cutting edge it was right. at the time so an interesting thing happened in 1964 um th- in fact this story was told to us by um by a cast member by a cast mem- by a yeah he was he was a manager yeah. at um at Jungle, uh, Cruise. Jungle Cruise. And so um, there was a particularly chatty cast member saying, Do you have any questions? Do you have any questions? And I said, Well, yeah. I said, You know, I look at these early films of, of Walt Disney talking about the Jungle Cruise, and it was clearly supposed to be. Like educational. An educational. Well, almost like an adventure. Well, it was supposed to be an adventure. You were right, supposed right. to be like kind of in danger. You had the headhunters and you had these, you know, uh, animals coming up to the, the shoreline, you know, just out of right. arm's reach. Um, and, you know, the piranhas coming up on the side of the boat. And, and that was very serious. The skippers were serious and they had a very serious script. Uh, and I asked him, I said, so now, you know, this thing is known for its incredibly corny jokes and kind of the skipper's being goofy when did that start and he he said that in 1964 walt was walking around disneyland as he liked to do um he was just a very hands-on guy so he was walking around Mm -hmm. and there was a, a mom and her kid were walking past him and it was in front of the jungle cruise he said mom let's go on the jungle cruise and she said no we've done that before we know what's going to happen. And so that got Walt to thinking, okay, you know, Disneyland is supposed to be a place that, that, that isn't ever finished. Um, We're not finished. Spurs the imagination that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So um, he had said, this cast member had said that there was, there was one guy who was kind of known for, you know, making goofy jokes, you know, because, cut up. yeah, because, it, you know, some of it was a little bit outdated. And so, um, so the, you know, whatever down the chain of command, this, this guy actually got their attention. And so they started, um, um, if I'm remembering the story correctly, you know, they, they just asked started him to come in and retool. The, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Walt went on the, the boat that the guy in the <laughs> suit right. in his suit and, the guy didn't do his jokes because he was scared. But yeah. then Walt came like incognito with and more casual clothing, like and a tourist. He, he got the jokes. And he got the jokes. Yeah, and yeah. then he had that guy retool the script. I want to be that guy. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. Uh, so by the time we get to 1971, it's it's now opening in Walt Disney World. And it's one of the main attractions there. It's an e-ticket attraction. I think the uh, the other big attraction there was, uh, ooh, oh, Paradise Serenade, Tropical Serenade, Tropical which Serenade. is uh, the Tiki Enchanted room. Tiki Room. Yeah. And so, um, 
so this corner, this corny lighter feel of the attraction was already in place and established. And so Imagineer Mark Davis, who had done some retooling in the, in the sixties had, had done, uh, mm-hmm. for Jungle Cruise. Um, he's at Disneyland at Disneyland. Yeah. And so now he's able to come in and make the, bring those kind of changes to this attraction, but also make some other, um, additional scenes, uh, mm-hmm. including some of the more whimsical scenes that we see. Uh, and then the, is that the, like the rhino scene? And I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and so and the monkeys getting in the camp. camp. Yeah, I believe I believe that was initially first at Walt Disney World, but don't okay. quote me on that. And then, um, but certainly the sunken temple, obviously. I mean, that's like a major part of the the ride there. Right. And so he was able to bring that to. Um, so it really did stand out from from the Disneyland, and then and then in the mid nineteen nineties, this Depression era uh, retheming was made. This was spurred on by the retheming that took place in Disneyland for the Indiana Jones, the new Indiana Jones attraction. So they wanted to kind of put everything in the nineteen thirties. I think this was a brilliant move. You know, by the time you you throw it back, and then now they're able to kind of bring in the silliness of of uh, Albert Awal is that his name? Yeah, the the radio mm-hmm. DJ oh. that ninety. It's just yeah. it's so fun and it's so like r- right in well, the zone. Well, and it was so um, needed for having Indiana Jones right next to the one in Disneyland because as we did as we watched the ride throughs, there's probably the first what minute of the ride you see people walking along you <laughs> right. see the queue for indiana jones, for indiana so, jones. so they had to they tie had those to two do together. something yeah. yeah and then disney world or magic kingdom just benefited from that yep yeah. change in disneyland and they've had you know they've had enhancements and refurbishments you know since then but i that was the, the last like real major major Big change one. there um so some secrets and and well, interesting yeah 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 Another mm-hmm. little history mm-hmm. thing. Okay. In the 90s, this is what we found out from the cast member is in the 90s, uh, they let women start. They didn't, they didn't have any women skippers before. There were no women skippers the prior to yeah. the 90s. Which so, is insane that's to crazy. know. It's really crazy. <laughs> yeah. Long time to not have women. And can I say some of the, the funniest skippers that I've, that I've seen Truth. were women? Truth. Like, I would say the funniest I've seen, I'd have to say, is is a guy. He's the he's the, he's the dude yeah. that we talked about Roy, in that last. Yeah, Roy. Uh, but I'll tell you what, all the other ones that I can but think the girls of, girls are really funny too. Yeah, yeah great stuff. Um, some secrets and interesting facts. Um, you'll notice that uh, as you're going along the Jungle Cruise, those skippers are just not even paying attention to where they're going. They're just spinning but they're those spinning the wheels. They're like, spinning the wheels like crazy. Uh, sometimes in the wrong direction. <laughs> uh, doesn't matter. And uh, a lot. I mean, if you were really going, you'd be going in circles. You'd oh, be yeah. doing we, donuts and that. Would be doing, that's a good point. <laughs> we wouldn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Now uh, that's because the boats are on tracks. I, f- oh, I know. Is that a secret or is it an interesting fact or is it just a fact? Well, when I was I younger, I would say it's it, probably just a fact. Yeah. yeah, but when I was younger, I always thought that we were actually like well, going wherever yeah. they wanted to. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy me. if they let them just <laughs> like go wherever me. they wanted to? I'm like, they're like chaos. bumping into all these expensive animatronics. <laughs> 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 so and so broke the. Broke the hippo. 
Um, and then also, um, that brings us to the second interesting fact. That I stopped from yes, this being is one said that Amy in stopped. the episode. Sorry. But here you go. But here we go. The wait was worth it. Here we go. Go. No, go. The water is dyed. <gasps> By what? What? what stirs that water around? <laughs> oh. <laughs> what dyes it? Dye? I know, but there, it, something, the waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> this is the same question mom's asking. Oh, I thought you, the boats. Oh, the boats do too. Yeah. 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 All right. That's true. Okay. So to Amy's, to Amy's point, <laughs> to Amy's point, the, the dye, that dye right? the dye is, <laughs> the dye is distributed there you through go. Schweitzer Falls. Comes right over. There's. You know, what? if you look on Google Maps, you can see this kind of pump building back behind Schweitzer Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what happens is is um, the the waters the brown is, is greenish the brownish dye. green that right is supposed to look muddy like the Amazon. And it does. It looks disgusting. Good job. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to drink that. Water. Absolutely, it's kind of like rivers of I America. I kind of freak out when it gets in my mouth. Like it's gotten in my mouth. What? How, what are you doing from to the get the fall, river? from the backside of water? Oh, Every okay. once in a while, it'll splash up in my mouth, and I'm just like, Ugh. "That's probably the that's probably the cleanest that <laughs> that water is going to be is that coming is right off of those falls." That's so true. If you're gonna get water in your mouth from <laughs> Jungle Cruise, you're gonna Cruise, get Disney water in your mouth. The best place. I thought, is the you, were dr- I thought you were water. drinking out of the I, uh, elephant uh, ooh, trunk no. or something. I actually think the best water from a ride might be Cali River Rapid. That water looks clean. It Ooh. does. Yeah. It does. That looks okay. refreshing. Mm-mm. I don't want any Disney water ride. I in mean, my if mouth. I had to drink the water, it <laughs> yeah. would be from Wait, Cali. are you going to say you've never had Splash Mountain water in oh, your no, mouth? I'm oh, no, I'm saying the worst. I don't want any Disney ride water in my mouth, but yes, so, I've definitely had so gulps in, of... In the episode, in the episode I've, I've wanted Disney... I've always been tempted to just like get a handful of it, especially Ooh, since that episode of The, of the Simpsons where they go to... Out um, of the river? Out of the... Duff Gardens? Out of, out of, out of Small World. Ew. Or Ew. Pirates? You've never, you've never wondered what that oh, I tastes just, like? Spit in that. There's like pennies and stuff. I, it would be so metallic. Maybe. Ugh. Okay. No, Maybe. not a fan. I would not. It's do a Simpsons that. episode where Lisa drinks. Some, Bart dares Lisa to drink some water out of this kind of small world type ride at Duff Gardens, and she does. And she goes on this basically the equivalent of an acid trip. Uh, it's wow. pretty funny. So, yeah, but really you know, funny. people might have dumped some remains in there. Ooh. This Ooh. is true. Yeah, that's and right. by remains you mean ashes. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, moving on. Oh my! <laughs> and on that here. note, <laughs> that just took a dark turn. <laughs> so, uh, also another. Uh, so, so to, to Fiona's point, now what stirs it up is the actual movement of the the, the boat. The boat actually has. Two propellers, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Uh, not for the sake of mixing it up, but because it goes backwards and forwards, forwards so yeah. much. Um, I, I think that's true. 
It may be a lie. Uh, anyway, so another secret or interesting fact. <laughs> but we have the podcast, so. Right. This is another one you stopped us from saying <laughs> last is. week, Amy. The, it's another The one. canoes in the abandoned camp. There are some some figureheads uh, that are, I think that's what you call them, that are carved onto the front of these canoes. And they look very, Familiar. they look very indigenous if you just glance at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, when you look. If you, you look do at, more than glance at them. If you do more than glance, if you do a very long glance glance at them then you will notice that it kind of reminds you of uh mickey and donald and goofy it's super cool it is super mm, I didn't cool. even know that yeah and here's why it's cool it's very stylized it, it's almost like those uh vinylmation um mm-hmm. things you know how they just kind of impose uh mm-hmm. the look of a certain and almost On the those essence, big round heads. Yeah, the essence of that character. So when you look at him, it really is capturing the essence of of all three of those characters. Those characters. It's and really like cool. an African wood carving type. Yeah, or South America, wherever South America. wherever we are. Sure. Wherever we are. Okay. Wood carving. Mm-hmm. Okay. How That's about this accurate. one? Um, when we go around the uh, corner after we've passed under the backside of water, and then we go around and we see the headhunter camp, and we see them, th- we see them dancing, and then to our left there's an ambush. Mm-hmm. One of them says, "I love disco." So, so the, one of the headhunters, one of the headhunters is ambushing us. Oof. Yells, "I love disco." So I've never heard that. Right. I didn't either until I watched I a heard video a recording on it. of it, yeah. Yeah. And he runs it back and sure enough. Hmm. Sure enough. Yeah, it's it's well, I I'm love really going to be listening it's to it. after the waterfall? Mhm. The, the ambush is after the waterfall. I oh, front or the back? After the, the back side of water, yeah. Huh. Okay. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was before. It's, it's okay. okay. It's okay, it's said. Oh, you know what? I think it is. You're right, it is. It's in our our first episode. Thank you, Ride Through Sheriff. (laughs) Um, um, Anyway, so here's the deal, though. You'd think, oh, 1970s, of course. I love disco. Like, that's just some Imagineer, like, or, you know, somebody goofing around in a a recording sesh. Nope. Okay. Oh, no one's going to call me and say sesh. I was, uh, um, <laughs> I was just ooing you at the shop talk, but okay. go ahead. So, um, anyway, but, uh, people think that it truly was meant to be, I love disco, but more than likely in 1971, or if this was even recorded in 70, I love Disney, it would be Disco Disney company. Uh, oh, that sounds a hundred percent true and a hundred percent made up. Yeah, I don't know which, but disco certainly, unless you were from Europe and you were talking about a place where you go to go dance, to dance like a disco th- right? You're probably not talking about the popular Wait, it's genre Diz of music. Company? Disco Disney Company Disney Co. Why wouldn't you just because Disney isn't that long of a word? Why wouldn't you just say I love Disney? I love Disney exactly. Because, Fiona, then we wouldn't because be talking would be about it years later on a podcast. And it wouldn't be hidden. It wouldn't be. It would just be, it would just be weird. If one of the, <laughs> one of the just just said, I, I love, love Disney. Disney. <laughs> That's and ambushing just, us. No, no, it's supposed to be hidden. It's supposed to be like an Easter egg instead, <laughs> instead of just like out there for everybody to hear. It's I like, don't know. If he jumped up and said, hey guys, how you doing? 
let's go get out of here um and then also another th- uh, another thing is you're probably wondering uh, the way the boats kind of come and go forward as they please how in the world do they always time it out that that elephant which sometimes they refer to as squirt in Ew. the in the um Mm-mm. indian bathing pool the it's coming up to it's threatening to squirt the boat it's squirting water out as the boat is about to pass by it goes back down and then about halfway through the boat is crossing uh, paths with squirt and okay. it comes back up again enough with the <laughs> and then and then anyway what triggers him to to come back down every time or what, not even what triggers it, i shouldn't say that what makes that perfectly timed i don't know mm-hmm. what does what is that there's a, a, like an invisible laser that goes across the bank and so as that is interrupted is that light beam is interrupted by the boat that triggers that perfect timing so was that something that was added later or has it has it never squirted in i don't know i don't know i've mm. i, I want to say that that technology didn't exist until maybe or wasn't affordable i don't you know until the last three decades thing is, is i kind of remember one time like he got the back of the one of the skippers that we had had gotten the back of the boat oh really because i remember him saying hey I've, I've i've got towels if anyone needs him oh and he like broke character and said i've got towels yeah. he kind of freaked out wow interesting okay well who knows but that makes sense for all i mean i mean it's well, never for happened it to be again. on a, I guess not the laser part because I bet that's not all the way through the ride. Yeah. Just that squirt part. Yeah. Ugh. All right. So, <laughs> what about hidden Mickeys? I had you guys look this up. Well, there's one hidden Mickey, and you have to put the zoom on your camera if you're going to catch this one. <laughs> but it's on the back half of the plane, which, little fact, it is the back half of the plane that was used. In the great movie ride for Casablanca, which I think we mentioned in the ride through. Not sure if we did or not, but you could have stopped us. Um what? <laughs> you probably stopped us from saying it. Oh, probably. Oh, I think you did. Yeah, did you I? stopped okay. us last time. <laughs> so it was the um it's <laughs> Save back it for the, the <laughs> episode. <laughs> um but in the very bottom corner, I guess it's not really a corner, but the bottom part of the plane there's a it looks like a piece of metal that's been riveted on there and then then the mickey head is riveted in three separate sections onto that thing and you know hidden mickeys is kind of one of those things it's like well i saw a hidden mickey here and i saw a hidden mickey there and there had there it's not just three dots together it's one Big dot with two smaller. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I dots. feel like there are hidden Mickey's and there are accidental yeah. or incidental. Incidental. Mickey's. One of maybe accidental too. One of them is the the sign. The That's sign the that accidental says, or incidental. We think it. Yeah, because okay. it, it's like barnacles and they uh, are. There's three that, that are, are grouped together, but like it Mickey, doesn't. But it, it does not look like a hidden Mickey at all no. to me. Okay. Personally, okay. It, I mean, it could be. So Fiona, what is one that? occasionally is there and you're lucky if you see it it's a good day the rope yeah yeah on the left dock where you aren't supposed to exit ever uh there's they will make the rope look like a mickey head kind of like um living with the land you Mm. know with the hose Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're like going that. there where they have the uh, the little gators and the mm-hmm. tilapia and stuff. Yep. And then the final hidden Mickey is the three plates in the temple. And so that's one you have to look for as you go Probably through the... near the monkeys. Okay. I seem to remember that, but I don't know. I Every time, I, I will spot a hidden Mickey, and then I'll be like, I'll remember that forever, and then I forget. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just staring around like, I, I think there was one. Like, like uh, Splash Mountain <laughs> is that way for me. Like, I only know Here's one, one coming at, up, at and then like, I never see it again. Yeah. That's another episode, guys. Well, you know, there are, um, <laughs> there are other incarnations of jungle cruise around the world we talked about disneyland uh we talked about disney world um anything else to add on disneyland does anybody else feel like that is strange that so we watched a ride through and i know we've been on it since indiana we've been on it several times since indiana jones opened in california Mm -hmm. but it's been forever since i've been there and so i really did forget that when, when you first start off... You just see so many people. You see so many people standing in line for Indiana Jones. And there's so many walkways right yeah. by there. So many passageways. So this is my this is my armchair engineering again, where I, where I complain... Not complain. Don't just, complain. Just point out where a story seems to be broken sometimes. <laughs> but it, it's that, you know, you're in the... Um, you know, you're in this Jungle Navigation Company Limited, and you're you're going to go on this excursion. You're told we're going on an excursion, but then they're like, and to the left of us is Indiana Jones. And, like, they, they call it by the attraction mm. name. Mm-mm. You know, instead of, hey, here's this mysterious temple. Like, what um, do you know? There's Indiana Jones. <laughs> right. Hey, that's pretty good. You should uh, go be a street <laughs> performer at uh, Hollywood Studios. <laughs> I think at least the ride through that we watched, he totally missed an opportunity for a really good joke about you know you won't you won't see people for a very long time and then you pass that bridge and it's like oh what? Except, except for, for those these people, except for these people. Right. Yeah, that would have been good yeah i mean i don't know how to deliver it well but like if you delivered that one well it'd be <laughs> it would be a good a joke good joke <laughs> <laughs> you should send it you'd in get Disney. the ha-has from me <laughs> at least um, two <laughs> but but otherwise i love i love it it's very classic feeling in fact the one thing that i noticed on the ride through is um there's the 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 trenches or the the rivers itself kind of come up against this black volcanic kind of almost the mm-hmm. islands are almost mm-hmm. like mid-century interior water features mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um there's liam there's liam everybody um <laughs> and so I don't know. It just feels like very 1950s to me, even in that respect. You mm-hmm. know, where you at um, in Walt Disney World and some of the other ones, they they more or less create these kind of concrete beaches where the the wa- the plants kind of hang over into the water right. for the most part. Um, anyway, uh, it's so just like everything else in Disneyland has a very quaint feel, which just you can't you gotta love. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we talked extensively about Disney World, but then uh, we looked at Tokyo Disneyland, which opened in 1983, and this was a it very a, interesting. It's a mashup of all kinds of. <laughs> it really is craziness. So, what's the, the you guys? What's the thing that stands out about this version? They have music playing the whole time. That's yeah. Oof. <clears throat> they have music going the entire time, and so. <laughs> but the thing is, it's not like like adventure music it's like mystical like it is ooh. it's that it's that it, it's 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 almost like the opening of 
Oh no, that's almost too mysterious of a uh, of a example, example. too. Um, it just feels yeah, it feels like that 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 big um, being in awe of the jungle. It's very like sweet strings and like it's it's orchestral and mm-hmm. it's this big sounding thing. Like here's the here's the, the majestic well, the, the hugeness uh, yeah the majestic majesticness of the jungle. You know, try and take it in. It feels like that. It's also if you've heard the music from uh, mystic manor it's just like that oh you're right hey that's a good point yep so (laughs) so here's the weirdest part for me is that uh, number one they are blazing at least this skipper that we saw that we can't make this generalization because we haven't watched every ride through from tokyo on on youtube but this particular skipper was blazing through and felt like a very short ride and and the, the soundtrack is is it's popping. It's popping like everywhere, right? It's like it's changing, it's changing. And it, with every turn, it's changing. And it all is kind of, it follows that same. It, that the theme. same kind of, yeah, it's yeah. Very, very, very theatrical. But then you come around the, well, you're starting to come around this one corner. And if you're familiar with the ride, you look and you see, oh, this looks like the African uh, Velt, right? It looks like that, mm-hmm. that, you know, here's our rock formation and people take it for granted. But, but it's then, flipped. But it's flipped. And you, you, so you see the, you see the giraffes and the zebras kind of like walking toward this rock but formation. But you see the backsides of them rather than the front right, because sides it is flipped right and you hear then you hear the opening of the circle of life so you hear that awesome yeah whatever you know (laughs) and 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 then you're like oh my gosh wow like we were really surprised we come around the corner or you know watching this and (laughs) and then we see this very cartoony lion and it's simba it's like adult simba but they kept the the but the zebra zebra. there's a dead zebra laying next to him and there's zebras the circle of life is but there's like it's almost like the scene is set where the zebras are slowly approaching like Like, to pay homage to the king and there's one One of their their brothers just like literally on the (laughs) slab if you've seen the cartoon version of the lion well i guess it's the cartoon version anyway but on disney jr uh, there was one episode I watched when I was babysitting and this one character is about to eat another animal and they're like, no, 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 that's not the circle of life. And I was really confused about that. So, I mean, their idea of really? the circle of life is it's completely a different. Lion guard. I guess so. Right? I guess so. Simba is, oh, I mean. The show? I don't remember. So that was that was interesting to be sure, um, but still great ride, of course. And then uh, and that one felt very much like um, oh oh this is the other thing that one f- felt very much like Walt Disney World uh, or Magic Kingdom, uh, even with the temple. It had the mm-hmm. temple at the end, but that temple had all of this um, map, projection. map projection all over it to mm-hmm. where this kind of like mystical, magical, whatever. Um, just like came across all the walls and lit it up into you know this and that and jewels oh, are sparkling everywhere. projected all that stuff on mm-hmm. there the other thing is before you went into the hippo pool uh you stop like for a while before yeah but when you avoid the hippos they yeah. kind of like literally stop the boat and rest and like, i don't know right why. before you go uh, right after the water Fall. literally the, ca- the, the skipper is acting like he's catching his breath and they're just sitting there <laughs> and but I you haven't even gone through the hippo pool yet. yeah it's yeah 
weird. Uh, and then, and then in 2005, a Jungle Cruise in Hong Kong Disneyland opened. Um, this one was this one was very similar to Disneyland. Uh, it 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 had a lot of uh, enhancements. Um, two things I'll say about this. Number one is the the landscaping on this. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is. It's and very <clears throat> full and lush. Very full and it has depth to it. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I will even take back the word full because. Okay. Well, well, because it is full in the sense that there's depth to it and there's mm-hmm. a lot of layers to it, but it's not like it's that one singular tree line or a bunch of bushes that's trying to right. obscure your view of something. There's a, there's a, there's a sense that, that this keeps going on and back. And so, Somehow they kind of build these these berms in the back that that make the uh, tree line unnecessary mm-hmm. because it's that slight little hill in the back of everything that that uh, kind of creates the horizon for you, and so it feels bigger. Right, uh, and certainly the waterways are bigger on this. The, yes, the, this, wider. It's huge, especially at the at the beginning. At the beginning. Because you're right next to the Swiss Family Tree or whatever treehouse, whatever the treehouse is there, yeah, and that's huge. Um, And then uh, at the very end, you start to see. Well, there's two things also that there's there's these. I don't know if it's volcanoes or if there's earthquakes taking place, but the dragon. I couldn't follow the story. Um, even though it was a third in English, it's trilingual. It's English and in Cantonese and Sichuan. I, th- mm, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think either, that's what you said earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, anyway, so big waterways. Uh, there's there's big giant boils coming up out mm-hmm. of the water at one point that like actually have to divert the boat and fire. And then when you divert the boat, you stop in front of this rock formation that looks like two dragons. Yeah, to like, and then suddenly there's fire, and there's 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 a dragon's roar. You never actually see the dragon, but one of them water spills out of its mouth, yeah. and yeah, so it's quite the which actually like I don't know if we we're gonna talk about it, but the thing I don't remember I don't know what it's called, but the thing that's in Animal Kingdom or used to be that went around the Tree of Life, it's yeah, pretty similar to that because. In at least the videos that I saw of it, they have like a dragon scene with fire and stuff. And they, yeah, they were. Uh, and it's probably really open as well. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And, and yeah, definitely like part of the, you know, even in the Animal Kingdom um, um, logo or the, the signage, you know, you see that dragon. dragon. Um, so it's, there's definitely precedent for, you know, this mystical, uh, um, I forget what they call them. There was supposed to be, it's, it's Pandora's, or it was actually Dinosaur Land was going to be something else, and, and the name is escaping me, but it was going to be about like mythical creatures, mm-hmm. uh, which they eventually got when they opened Pandora. Pandora. Um, and and um, another another great thing to talk about with, G- uh, with Jungle Cruise, I gave it away. I Shoot. Did. I gave it away. <laughs> is Jingle Cruise, uh, it is a holiday overlay on, on the. Um, on the the attraction and it is super fun because now when you're in line they're playing you know 1930s christmas christmas stuff you're and it's all decorated for even the queue is decorated for christmas yeah it's 30s and 40s and according to some people on the internet it's less exquisite or 
yeah, explicit. Well, yeah, it's tacky as all get out, and that's what <laughs> makes it fun because it's only up for two months. And yeah, yeah no, it, I'm talking about I, the radio thing. Like people I, are like, it's less, well, it, it's technically, I think some of it's 1940s music. I mean, you're talking like being, but like the the, the the radio announcements. People were saying, yeah, that it was just rude, and I, was like, I, I don't get that okay, at all. Whatever. <laughs> well, uh, I highly recommend Jingle Cruise because they bring out different jokes and mm -hmm. um, all the boats are renamed during the Christmas Jingle Cruise season. Yep. Oh. They are. In fact, we actually have a few of those oh, do we? from our previous episodes. I, was notes. Have we just to didn't go, I thought I was going to go through go those. Run. No, uh, they, they, they're, uh, Amazon Annie becomes Eggnog Annie. Um. <laughs> the wheelchair. Some of these are funny. One. Bomo Kendai, is that? Uh -huh. Sure, yes. Bertha? That was perfect. It's called Bertha. <laughs> <laughs> Congo Connie becomes Candy Cane Connie. Um, Zambezi Zelda becomes Fruitcake Zelda. So they're, each one of them gets their own their own name. Their own Christmas makeover. It is, um, it's, it's fun because it, it's intended to look like in, in the jungle, they had to find whatever they could to decorate with. Right. And in true Disney... So it's still in, in that earth tone. Oh, yeah. In fact, Disney went... They kind of embraced that, and, and they actually um, decorated for Christmas... To, uh, for this overlay they used as much found stuff around and discarded found objects from the mm. park in order to create this feel awesome. so there's obviously some props you know you see mm -hmm. like where they airdropped the the presents and they're all over the place and you know there's some real obvious like sparkly christmas fun stuff but um if you'll notice a lot of the the ways they decorate the queue and and even down to the way they rename the boats that you know i think those are just like pieces of material kind of kind just of draped over the there. original name and kind of handwritten so mm -hmm. um they they really stuck with that like they, they were using old tires from the kilimanjaro safari trucks to to wow. build certain things and so um really really fun and what's one of your favorite jokes from that fiona so we we were pulling away from the dock, and our skipper told us to say goodbye to the what well, the naughty people, or say goodbye to like the good ones and, and the, the naughty, naughty especially that guy. And he's like, it was worth. Well, it was a skipper, and as we were pulling, he's like, especially that one, and he yelled, it was worth it. <laughs> and it was how I'm terrible at timing remembering. Yeah. It was just it was. I remember so that. Funny. It was hilarious <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah. So it's like um, the only joke I remember because I've only been on it. So <laughs> I will recommend this. This is a great segue into our final and our final thing we're going to talk about, which is for me a perfect um, alignment of Jungle Cruise and Christmas involves this: get tickets for the for. Um, mickey's very merry christmas party mm -hmm. uh, which i generally don't recommend I, I won't get into that i mean i do it's fun <laughs> it's fun it really is fun like yeah. go whenever you can like whenever you can justify buying the tickets go whenever you can it's just not my favorite one uh but to like what we've done in the past is we've actually um gone to 
the right before the party, we've we've um, eaten at Skipper's uh, Cantina, at the Skipper Cantina, or sorry, Skipper Canteen. Canteen, Jungle Navigation Company Limited, Skipper Canteen, uh, and then directly go over to. Um, and have a fast jingle pass cruise have a fast pass for jingle cruise right before um those party starts and i don't know it's just it's just a lot of fun like they completely they kick off the party they kick way. off the party it's just a fun night because that one will get that one that will one get busy, busy. Yep. Yeah. it's kind of like haunted mansion either, at the right? halloween party no 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 fast passes during the parties during those ticketed events uh and then so that brings us to jungle navigation company limited skipper canteen which is a table service restaurant in adventureland uh and uh it features cuisine from asia south africa and um i want to say no from asia south america and from africa okay yeah you <laughs> notice my notes were completely messed up um and so uh, it's it's fun so basically this is a carryover of that expedition company uh, the jungle navigation company limited except now this is basically the the canteen this is where the mess hall is this is where people who work for the company or the uh, or have worked for the company um uh, eat and this is the restaurant for them so when you go in there you get the same kind of corny jokes you see a lot of sight gags it's themed out with just a bunch of crazy funny stuff so there's there's three rooms there's the cruise mess hall which on the website it says in parentheses which isn't that messy uh and then uh there's the jungle room which is um also albert falls old parlor his old mm. study i guess uh and then there's the sea room which is the one secret meeting place of the society of explorers and adventurers uh which is kind of uh this world building thing that they're doing recently um where okay fiona somebody help me out here so so sea is kind of this this society of explorers and adventurers that actually include a little uh some some of the minor characters from from around the parks so there's um the guy from mystic manor mystic manor yeah the Uh, we're we're gonna say the guy and the lady because we don't remember their names right but it's who from um misadventures misadventure falls and typhoon lagoon Mm -hmm. um and then, and then if Albert Falls Albert. is one. There was somebody else, and then I think there's a tie-in to Big Thunder Mountain too. <laughs> so it's kind of like this this slow thing they're putting together. Or I don't even know if they're putting it together, but they certainly are when they have the For opportunity that. to kind of tie all these things together. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this society of explorers, and and that room actually has like a secret entryway, which is kind of cool. I don't uh, think I've been in any of the. I think I've only been in the mess hall. We always end up in the mess hall. Yeah, because I think that's the only tables with wheelchair wheelchair access. I think you're right. Um, So (laughs) some cool things you see around there are actual portrait of Albert Falls. There's also right, so so it's this very regal, you know, it's a total like explorer looking guy in his suit, and it's the oil painting. It's a real classic painting, and then next to him is his a picture of his wife, which <laughs> Alberta Falls, which is done in a totally like weirded out Picasso style. I don't know why, I just think that's super funny. 
um, there is, uh, there's, there's a ton of books that make reference to um, all the shops and the other attractions in Adventureland. When you look at the books, the, all these different titles, the funniest one that I think is there is a book actually authored by Albert Falls called Rockefeller, Hippo Pet family (laughs) Um, and then when you look up um if you if you look up around at the windows just like on main street there's the the they use the windows to pay homage to people who worked on the attraction uh and so there's skipper mark which is mark davis there's skipper bill which is bill evans and skipper harper which is harper goff um so yeah that's uh, yeah i wanted to say a joke that they tell Okay. In the restaurant, which oh. is sometimes they'll ask you if you want to know what their favorite meals are on the menu. And yeah. it's similar to the plant one that they do. But instead of like telling you why they like it, they'll yeah. just point and go, that one, that one, that one. Are they pointing at other people's food or are they just... No, on the menu. Oh, well, that'd be funny though. That, that would be, be funny. funny. Except for, I feel like when we go, there's like no one there because it's should. earlier lunch. I know. And the other one is... Um, we get those dining in the middle of the day <laughs> dining reservations, yeah. no matter um, how hard we try. Like, you want a tour of the menu so then they'll, like, tell you how to read the menu. You know, it's, it's yeah. funny. Good stuff. And good food. I gotta yeah. say, I like the food. It's unique. It's, it, it it's is really unique, good. But if you think of, if you think of, with the exception of Be Our Guest... If you think of all the restaurants, it's very delicious, but pedestrian food. Yes. That's, that's available. Um, Tony's Town Square, they've upped their game and it is mm. better than ever. Oh but still, it's still like, you know, Italian mm. fare. It's not adventurous. It's not like, you know, you go to Epcot, you go to Animal Kingdom, um, you, you know, you're going to find this exotic stuff. So in Adventureland, it does make sense to kind of up your your variety game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah. So there's I different think, grains and there's different presentations yeah, of the food. Yeah, there's uh, their use. I don't know if there still is, but there used to be like a whole fried fish, like just real exotic stuff. And warning, the taste like chicken, because it is, is really really spicy oh yeah so oh, yeah if you don't like spicy food, and it keeps on burning too yeah as you it's eat it. really <laughs> spicy yeah it wears you down for sure uh but it is delicious uh so anyway i think we've covered just about everything i would mm-hmm. i would you know i would say um i think they have the most comfortable um casts the cast members have oh, right. the most comfortable clothes in those khakis mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep yep and on that note, and on that note, <laughs> uh, we have a Pinterest board um, at Ride Through Pavilion. If you'd like to get connected to to us through Instagram, it is Ride Through Pavilion, and for Twitter, we are Ride Through Pod. Yeah, so so follow us, and also just a reminder. Um, you know, on iTunes, on Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, um, if you have the ability to rate us, please do so. Um, we love honest feedback, and also we know that uh, as uh, as more and more people give us reviews, uh, it's just going to help our search results. Um, so anyway, uh, help us spread the word and and 
heck, you know, just tell, tell your friends about us because, uh, yeah, we, we love talking about this stuff where we may not be Disney experts, but we are definitely Disney fans. So anyway, we've got another great episode coming up next week. Um, we're going to be taking another detailed ride through, um, of a favorite attraction. So we are really looking forward to that. But in the, in the meantime, what was I was going to sign off, (laughs) but I was in the meantime, um, but until then, There we go. There we go. (laughs) Keep on Disney in. No, that's we we need to come up with like a sign off. Keep on. uh, Okay. Hey. Bye. uh, See y'all real soon. Bye. We'll see you next time on Ride Through.